What is up, music junkies? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in today. We have a special guest with us, William Neesmith. How are you, man? Great, great. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> Living the life, you know? Doing what we love, interviewing people like you. So exactly. I want to know how you got started. How did you get started in the music industry, and how did you find your talent of singing? Man, okay, so I feel like I have loved music from a very early age. Um, I, my parents had this picture of me in my little like Easter Sunday suit when I was like three or four, just like with my hands over the keys. Yeah. Um, and then I was always involved in like choir. Like was definitely like a teacher's pet in, in chorus from like elementary <laughs> all the way through high school. Um, and then I started taking piano lessons uh, in like kindergarten or first grade. Oh and I God. studied all the way up through um, college. It wasn't until I moved to Greensboro for an MBA <laughs> and I got wow. that, that I realized that there were really a lot of uh, live music opportunities and songwriting circles in the area. So I started taking my original music and, you know, kept writing more of my original music there. Um, and then of course, like, what really got me to start releasing my original music was the pandemic. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. I, so once I, I mean, man, we were just, I'm just summarizing my entire life in like 30 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I moved to Greensboro um, for an MBA. Um, I got my undergrad in Orangeburg, South Carolina. I'm from Sumter, South Carolina originally. Got my undergrad in marketing. And then I got an MBA from UNCG and I graduated in 2016. My internship became a full-time job working in corporate marketing. Um, but then like I noticed that there were lots of cool live gigs and that that could be a possible thing to do. So I left my job in 2018 and just started booking myself out. In 2019, I played like over 200 shows. Um, How scary was that transition? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, that transition. Oh, I'd be terrified. Most definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, um, <laughs> A lot of, I wouldn't say like sleepless nights, but like definitely a lot of worry. I feel like convincing my parents that like, I'm going to be okay was the hardest thing. Um, but, you know, I just, I really felt like it was something that I, I wanted to do that I was really passionate about. And I just had to like explore that opportunity uh, no matter the, the consequence. So you, so you had money saved up though, right? To like, just make the transition just in case or. No. <laughs> what so you just. <laughs> you All just in. cut the cord and but, let's hope but for the best. To be real though, like, you know, those weekends, um, I would I would have shows. So like I would do the nine to five Monday through Friday, but then I would have a handful of shows there. And I was mm. like, okay, if I do more of these and I kind of stack my schedule accordingly, I can work it out. So, you know, this can be my primary income. Okay, cool. So you, I mean you had a lifeline there, like you had your shows already, you know, in the works before you cut the cord he was setting himself up as well. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i was gonna That's say smart. damn imagine like bungee jumping without knowing that <laughs> so did you know you were ready like once you made that 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 jump and that choice or did you kind of like after going through it you're like you know what like why didn't i do this sooner or how was that i mean it was kind of scary i mean it's like you know it's like when you go down on a roller coaster you know mm -hmm. like that first like split seconds like Ugh! But then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, music has always been a part of my life. And like uh, in college, when I would do presentations, like I always, I'd always try to involve music in some way. 
And I mean, even in my corporate marketing job, like my favorite, the favorite part of my job was that every year for the Christmas party, we would make these like elaborate music videos that would have something to do about the industry that I was in. Um, and that was like the, the best part of my job for me. So in, in some ways it was like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm probably gonna mess up this Bible reference, uh, Jonah and the whale. We're gonna fact like, check you. But there <laughs> no, we go. So like, I don't know, Jonah was like running away from something and then he gets swallowed up by the whale and the whale brings him back to right where he was supposed to be. So, I mean, I got into marketing honestly, because I, it was a compromise. I didn't know that I could make, you know, a living off of music. And I said, okay, marketing will allow me to be creative and still eat because eating yeah. is nice. Um, <laughs> uh, and so when I, when I kept running from it, like getting a, a degree in marketing and then another degree in marketing and then working in corporate marketing, but still having that love for music, it turns out I was exactly where I, I needed to be because Greensboro, and I know that you all are both on the West Coast. West Coast, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you're familiar with Charlotte, North Carolina yeah. or oh, yeah. Raleigh, North Carolina. So yeah. Greensboro, um, in a lot of ways, is kind of like I'm an hour and 15 from Raleigh. I'm an hour and a half from Charlotte. And there's so many live music opportunities like all in between there. Yeah. Like I couldn't do this in my hometown of some of South Carolina I probably couldn't do this in Nashville because I heard that they just like stack bars on top of each other and there's just Shoot. such a huge supply of super talented musicians I mean it's most people don't think like is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most people don't think you can make a full-time living from just performing at breweries wineries restaurants and and things um in North Carolina like of all places so do you uh, so do you find it easier since you have the marketing background and freaking MBA, you know, do you find it easier for you to market yourself or do you think do you think it's like it's like that that kind of like it's harder for you to do it for yourself than it is for you to do it for a company? Oh, man. OK, so, you know, there's so many like paths uh, within the music industry, so many things you can do. And it's like having pets, I guess. You can walk them all at the same time, you can feed them all at the same time, but you have to take care of each one. Mm -hmm. Live music in the North Carolina, like performing live music and playing at different venues, that's its own animal. Yeah. And then like mm -hmm. releasing original music, which we'll, we'll get to later, is a, it's its own animal. And then like, if there's something else that you wanna do in the music industry. So there was a point to that, I'm gonna. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So marketing, uh, is it, is easier. So in terms of like booking yourself for live music gigs, a lot of it is just, you know, common sense. If I were, um, the owner of, um, a brewery or a winery, what would I look for in a musician and what would make it easy for me to say, yeah, I got to hire, um, that girl, that guy. And so I looked at what other people were doing and then I just kind of thought about what, what made me unique and special, things that I enjoyed to do and things that would maybe hopefully help me stand out. So I put together um, like a, a video sample of me playing different songs with um, a friend of mine that has like a photo video multimedia studio, Professor yeah. V Studios. Um, and it was just like, you know, a two minute long video of me just playing selected clips. And I would send these out to um, the different places and, you know, they'd be like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is great. Because what I found is, you know, 
North Carolina, you know, the, the genre of choice is probably something like um, bluegrass or Americana or country. And then here's this guy that plays pretty much the entire catalog from Glee. <laughs> there you go. All this yeah. pop, but these pop songs, but like throughout the decades. I like to say it's like from Motown to Old Town Road. And I wear these party sunglasses to go with the songs I'm singing. Just happen to have this pair here. Oh, heck <laughs> okay. yeah. Got the heart-shaped goggles. Gotcha. So like if there's, a, if there's a love song that I'm singing, I'll wear like the heart-shaped glasses. Um, for Old Town Road, I have these cowboy glasses. Um, uh, a Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlson, I've got these um, pink uh, glasses. So, and then of course I, I've still put in my, my original songs with wearing these just over the top like novelty sunglasses oh oh god that's that sounds like a good show <laughs> it does so i try to keep it entertaining yeah i let's go back to kind of the beginning what what kind of music genres were you listening to growing up uh i know you trained in piano classical music right classic yes and so what what else did you listen to besides that so my parents played a lot of like that kind of Motown vibe stuff. So okay. some Smokey yeah. Robinson, Eddie Kendricks, Curtis Mayfield, um, that really cool, like high falsetto male vocal. And I was like, that's so cool. I want to be, I mean, and when you're a kid, like that's your natural singing voice anyway. But then once you go through puberty, you know, it's this cool thing that you can still. drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that that kind of stuff. But then also um you know listening to the the radio because there wasn't spotify back then yeah um i think i i like collected the now cds <laughs> my now first that's time what listening... i call music <laughs> yes yeah oh and i begged my parents to get me the first kids bop i think they still had them on cassette and i was like when, when i heard it for the first time i was like man this is terrible i'd rather hear the real song do you, do you <laughs> remember like, I do you remember myself. what top song was on that on that kids bop i think mbop was on there kiss me might have been on there like this was like 98 99 oh like imagine like you know like a, a studio cheesy like kid-friendly cover vocalists doing like all of those songs yeah they now they're remaking freaking post malone and shit <laughs> i need that I, kids bob wop remix though <laughs> did you listen to it though they actually have one you're kidding no i'm not kidding i, I maybe, maybe maybe that maybe I, I was scrolling through facebook and i saw kids bob WAP maybe remix. so maybe it was just like a parody or something someone jokingly made but because I, I didn't really listen to it. I was just scrolling. And there was a WAP Kids Bop remix. Oh, man. So, like, um, in my shows, like, I, um, like, freak everybody out by, like, starting that, starting WAP. And they're like, oh, man, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's really going to do it. And, like, I'm like, come on. We got kids here. I can't do that. So, like, I, I play this parody, um, Wings and Pizza. Only $5.99. Only $5.99. <laughs> dollars cheap. Seven days a week, wings and pizza. Make that diet game weak. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, um, have you heard that they remixed um, Adele, and they're talking about weight loss? Oh, it was so famous on YouTube. I forgot what song it was, but he was, he was talking. He was talking about you know I can't lose weight because you know all these donuts and, s and snacks. 
Oh, I forgot. I'm I'm gonna find it. I'll send it. Oh man. <laughs> so, uh, live performing live. What do you prefer doing? Um, do you prefer doing your own originals? I don't know if you have played, you know, your own originals on live shows, or do you prefer doing covers? Which one's funner for you? Well, I mean, so at my shows, I definitely try to incorporate both. But the fact is, you know, a lot of people that are coming to these shows um, or coming to these wineries or breweries or restaurants, they're not coming specifically for me. This yeah. might be the first time they've ever even heard of me. And what's going to get them to pay attention, at least at first, is a recognizable cover song. That's still done, you know, in my own way. But they're like, oh, cool. And so then once I've got their attention, I'll bring in the, the originals. But my originals... Um, specifically ones that I play out like at certain venues, especially if I can like read the crowd, they're, um, they're really fun. Yeah. Okay. Now questions about songwriting. Where do yes. you usually start? Where do I, like yeah, location you or? When you, like, no, 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 like oh. um, with the whole song. <laughs> In his bedroom. Start with... <laughs> Duh. It starts up here, man, come on. <laughs> So yeah, um, I know that I play the piano and it's so interesting because I'm sure everybody has their own like process. But for me, a lot of times, the whole song is like put together um, in my head before I've even touched the, the keyboard. So, so my, trusty, my trusty friend, um, uh, iPhone, and I just like record a bunch of voice memos of the idea and I'll text the lyrics like on, my, um, on, a, on a note or something. And then usually once I've been able to sing it all through in my head, I'll, I'll start putting chords and stuff down. That's how it happens most of the time. Gotcha. So you don't have anywhere in particular where you start where you're like, all right, well, I have this instrumental here or I'm, I made an instrumental or I'm going to start with the verse or the hook. Yeah, like nine times out of 10, um, there might be a cool phrase or a cool melody idea that's just kind of been stuck in my head. Okay. And it's like years ago, Lady Gaga was on this interview and she was talking about how she um, got the inspiration for her next sort of era. Like if she was like in between albums, it was like mm -hmm. in her mind, there was a, a, a wall and she would just keep banging on that wall and banging on that wall until she finally broke through. And then she would go through the wall and then she would, you know, pick up these, find these little things and then pick them up. And that was sort of how it would go. So for me, like if I get an idea, it's like a, I just keep picking at it until it sort of opens up and becomes this uh, full song. And do you okay, do you do you make your all your instrumentals? Oh no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like so back in the day, um, y'all know Mixcraft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that was my that was my thing. I've I've used Mixcraft since like fifth or sixth grade. You know, but you know, I'm not. I would not consider myself like a radio ready producer. I can certainly, you know, put some stuff together. Like I, I understand like, you know, the tracks and the filters and the things you can do, but like that does not bring me joy. I would much it's rather. It's Yeah, it is. It's wow. a lot. And it's so funny because like in 2019, I bought like a Udemy course for like 10 bucks on like working your way through logic. Um, and I bought some plugins and I said, this time next year, I'm gonna release my debut um, project. It's gonna be uh, a Christmas uh, EP 
with like some original Christmas songs and some cover songs because like they're in the public domain and I'm going to self-produce the whole thing because I'm just that cool. And then like 2020 happened and, you know, here we are. <laughs> so still, the song still is your top stream song with yeah. about 40K streams. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, that's, we could tell that's maybe the people's favorite. What is your favorite song that you've released? Just Love. Just Love. Ah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. That was a pretty good one. I like that one. Why, why is that your favorite? Well, in a lot of ways, it's sort of the song that started it all. Um, it's had its own little journey. And I knew that by the, by the time I had the choice to like pick a song to release, um, I knew that one had to be the one because it just checks so many boxes in terms of the message. Um, and you can interpret the message so many different ways, but like the, the main one for me was like, you know, the new artist that is like breaking into this like new world and, you know, maybe being worried about how other people might perceive you or what they might think of your music and just sort of believing in yourself and trusting that, you know, you got this and just putting this positive message song out there and hoping that it resonates with others. Yeah, exactly. Staying That's true to awesome. yourself. I like that. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so you, you don't just sing, right? There's piano. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. You don't, you don't just, you, you also rap, right? Oh yeah. 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 There, there was a song. So <laughs> spit shout out to Lauren light. She's, you know, kind Woo! of what, who, She's the person that kind of got us, got us in touch. So yes. she has a song out called Band-Aid and there's a Band-Aid remix where William raps. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and at, it's, it's pretty fucking dope. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. So Lauren played me that song a uh, month before it was released. And I was like, oh man, I really love this song. I was driving to, um a wedding in florida in like march of 2020 um yeah months before it was released i'm like man this is really cool and so like i listened to that at least like 20 or 30 times but then like after it was released i was like you know it'd be really cool if there was a rap on this and so i made a TikTok. oh well i feel like if we're talking about my rap we have to talk about something else too <clears throat> okay story time my deep voice like it's it's a little bit of like night and day, but like I feel like it just gives it that extra that extra personality when I just use like that that deeper voice to to rap. So in in the rap, I mean, it says William E. Smith, but if you only heard me talking like this, you would think, okay, maybe he pitched down his voice or something, or maybe it's it's another William E. Smith. I'm like, no, it's me. It's definitely me. I'm just using that that different voice. Yeah, that different register. Holy though shit. I got you. <laughs> wow, man. Well, yeah, because I was waiting. I was waiting for the singing, your, your singing part, and then I was like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> what?" <laughs> it was. It was. It's a good song, though. It's a really good song. No, he really got me when he started talking that deep voice. You probably see my face when you review the footage. <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" Like one of these days, I'm gonna go see like an ENT and just figure out what actually happened, or maybe a vocal coach. But I, I want to say like going through puberty, like I was like, um, that was like the 
the prime time of like being in choir. I was still at the golden boy and I would get like the solos and sing like the highest voice parts. So I feel like I, I clung to that because I wanted to be able to continue to sing that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, whatever was happening down here was like just doing its own thing. So instead of it being a nice transition from one to the other, it's just, it's like night and day. It's like two different people. I don't well, know. At least you got a lovely head voice, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so can you maintain the deep voice for a long time or does it get tiring and you just go back to your normal, you know, Chill higher voice, pitch voice? It's comfortable. No, it's 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 pretty natural. I feel feel pretty good. Okay. I don't know. But I, I kind of scared my my high school my high school choir teacher. He's like, no, you're doing something bad. You're pushing on something. But he was like a super bass i mean he would kind of talk along like like this i mean there'd be like vibrations coming off of his voice <laughs> can you sing you can make his piano voice? strings ring yeah so like for i always love performing old town road because then i get to like drop down into that voice <clears throat> i got the horses in the back horse talk is attached had his matted flag got the boozers black to match i'm gonna take my horse to the old town road and i'm gonna Right till I can't no more, you know. And so being able to use both of those. Did you sing that song tonight? I did. I sing it every yes. day. <laughs> so I was like, sounds like you had some practice today. I, I you need you need to use that deep ass voice for a super slow R and B song. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You could like ASMR. Oh yeah, I just get <laughs> And the mic just stings, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, what is your favorite part of the music industry? Is it making? Is it performing? It's the performing, I think. Oh, well, I mean, again, like I am an introvert. Have you ever taken the Myers Briggs personality yeah. thing? I took it so when I'm, I was taking I psychology. yeah so like i'm definitely an introvert and it always like shocks people because i'm a performing musician i mean i love it i don't feel like i'm being fake when i'm performing but i definitely like get my energy from just being by myself and like Mm -hmm. you know in my own space so my favorite part honestly is like writing the the song or i guess recording the more or less like finished song idea into a voice memo once I have the chords on the piano together. So, I mean, it's not done by any means. I still have to take it to a producer and it's, it might sound completely different from how it is, but the accomplishment of like writing a, a song, that's probably like my favorite part. Okay. So you said 2020 kind of helped you release a lot, a lot of music. Yeah. What other things did COVID kind of negatively impact you with? Yeah. So, I mean, like my full-time job and that is it. Like I would say that there were side hustles at that time, but it's like when you're playing four and five shows a week locally, I mean, there really isn't time to do other things. And so uh, in 2019, I played over 200 shows and I got three speeding tickets because I didn't know what cruise control was. (laughs) (laughs) But like 2020 was set to be like even more epic than that. And then like I had a friend's wedding in March in Florida. And so I came back 
And when I came back, it was like in the middle of March, everything just like shut down. I was like, okay, well, my voice could use it. Honestly, I've been singing all this time. I'm just going to lay back, watch some Netflix here. And I'm like, oh, all of my gigs in April are canceled too. Oh, all of my gigs in no. May. Oh, indefinitely. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was not, that was not fun. So, I mean, it definitely took that away. I did the occasional like virtual live stream, but it's just not the same. You feel like you're in a bubble and all the comments are delayed. So like I had this whole thing, like, I don't know if you can, like my keyboard is back here, but like I would have like my, my laptop on one side, I would go live from the, the phone, but I'd have it flipped so I couldn't actually see what was going on. It was just all these contraptions. And yeah, I didn't, it's not the same as connecting to a real audience or like reading a real audience and seeing them, you know, seeing them turn their heads when you when you do the pitch drop in <laughs> Old Town Road, you know, just like Jake's face. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that's gonna be like the cover image. Yeah, uh, like I'm gonna make that the thumbnail. <laughs> I'm gonna print it. I'm gonna put it back there. Do it. <laughs> Send me a copy. I want. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I, I get it. it. There's nothing beats the adrenaline of the crowd. I mean, even even if you're an introvert, the adrenaline still kind of you feed off of it and it makes you I would say it makes anyone a better performer because oh, yeah. without it, I mean, if you're performing to two people and no one's reacting, your performance is going to show. Yeah. You know? So a lot of people, you know, their vibes go down and it's not not as great. But when you have a big live crowd, it's Oh, it's so nice beautiful. to engage with the audience, I'm sure. And I bet you do a hell of a job. I mean, your songs are <laughs> fires. How could you not? Thank you. Thank you. So you're, um, you were, you told me you were working with Lauren Light on something. Yeah. Could you kind of tell us what that's about? Yeah. I'm going to drop an exclusive right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Lauren and I are actually releasing a remix of Just Love. Oh. on may 7th okay. so um yeah she'll be singing it it's she'll really kind of like a, a do she will not be rapping <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's, it's really like a 50 50 split sort of like uh what's that new remix the um save your tears with ariana grande okay yeah. it's kind of like 50 50 on the vocals like yeah she's like all over it and it sounds so good um so my producer lives in raleigh and um, we 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 drove together and like recorded in his studio, and um, it was just a really fun process. Like, Lauren is like totally professional. We I, you need to invite me back so we can just have a whole episode of me telling you how great Lauren is. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> okay. the, the okay. day that I left my job in in corporate marketing, uh, I just happened like Lauren just happened to come over, and she was like, "Hey, I'm doing this like." Um, these college shows come on tour with me, which is like exactly what you need to hear in the day that you leave your job. Um, the the placement that we got uh, in Marvel's Runaways, the song Run, um, you know, she introduced me to um, the other co-writers and producers on that song. So like that whole experience would not have existed for me if Lauren had not, you know, introduced me to those people. And then even now, you know, we have these epic uh, coffee house talks about like next step at next steps and like what what we're doing. And I feel like, I mean, she's a million steps ahead of me, 
but she, I think, I feel like we're still both kind of pushing each other to like be better. And so I would definitely say like, if you want to do anything in music or anything in life, honestly, find somebody that is like super motivated and talk with them regularly and just let them like push you into your greatness. <laughs> yeah. Who does that sound like Mario? It sounds like someone we know. Uh, it sounds like me. I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> night, night. No, but for sure, next time we get we get you on the show, it's gonna be you and Lauren Light. That's that'll yes. be an awesome combo. Now, that's awesome. You know, you always need, like you said, you always need that one person to push you, and that's yeah. that's awesome that it was that it was her, and she's so she's so talented and she's so smart. She knows that music industry, you know, like the back of her hand. It's crazy. Most definitely. Yeah. Yes. So. What else are you working on besides that remix? So <laughs> it's it's so funny. So like I'm that's coming out like the first of May, but like first of June, look out. I'll say this okay. like EP one has been so motivational and like sunlight and all this like positivity, but <laughs> uh, June is gonna be like all bad boy Willie. Like <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. all right, Ooh. all right. I, I need I need some more a little more information or description <laughs> yeah it's like songs and minor keys maybe some leather jackets fire metaphors okay. um okay. darker darker tones um like black backgrounds and uh you know a little little like weekend vibes more like uh william rapping deep okay. voice Will, deep voice william is making <laughs> a comeback do or, that, I, can't, oh I, I can't <laughs> i just can't <laughs> so you're pulling a like a machine gun Kelly with his uh went from rap to straight up indie <laughs> so like the ep1 stuff is very like it's it's i think it's very like on the nose pop motivational um maybe with a, a couple balance in there but that's still you know pop and this next stuff is definitely pop but it's not necessarily like happy and come on guys let's do this you know so i knew that um when i put this stuff out they had to be like separate releases it would be too confusing and honestly i feel like the spotify algorithm is gonna hate me um they're gonna i'm, I'm gonna drop the first single and it's gonna be like what is this william who are you anymore <laughs> we don't even Especially, know you <laughs> yeah yeah i thought you were motivational because honestly that's the key i think to spotify success you continue to give like in that genre yeah. and like switching from that genre um, even a little bit can be, you know, monumental. It's like you have to build it back up again. So you're saying we're going to have to change your description on your website instead of optimistic to like pessimistic or realistic? I wouldn't say, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say pessimistic, but you know, like in the way, uh, speaking of Lauren Light, like she had um, an earlier project, like, like Take Me As I Am. And that kind of vibe of, of songs, as opposed to like, that you're not my boyfriend, you know, dark pop, yeah. um, electro pop kind of a vibe. You know, it's probably not that drastic of a change. And who knows, <laughs> you might hear these songs and be like, nah, they can they can exist for the same. Um, <laughs> that's how that's we're gonna go. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I lost my train of thought. I was dancing too much. Uh, ouch <laughs> ouch Hard anyways um 
what are you currently listening to? What do you what's currently on your Spotify playlist? Oh man, can I cheat? You could cheat. Okay, I'm gonna cheat. This here. isn't a test. We're not grading you. <laughs> I've definitely like been loving that remix of uh, Save Your Tears. First of all, I, I love the weekend stuff, and I think that Ariana's the you know remix. I mean, it's not the song isn't better than the original, but it is like cool. It's a cool departure. But what um, what what kind of weekend do you like? Do you like his old stuff, or do you do you like his like? He's still a little dark, but he his like more poppier. His old R and B or his new poppier stuff. I like the hills, um, and I like, uh, but I do like. I think prefer like the majority of the after hours stuff more. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I like what was it the the new Drake three piece thing? That's pretty dope. Da, 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 do a stretch, okay, and da, 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 da. okay, we see what's about to happen. Um, but then, like, I feel like specifically this week, I've been to Raleigh four times, so I need like, if it's late at night, like, I need that kind of like bumping stuff. So, like, I love Charlie XCX, um, Tovlo. Uh, let's see, what are some of my like go to? And I oh, and Iggy Azalea's new stuff. She's got she um, released something new. I have. I yeah, have yeah, yeah. Her. Sip I, it. I thought they and, canceled her. Uh, oh, they probably did. You know, no cancel culture. But see, but see now she's like a now she's like a guilty pleasure, which <laughs> probably makes people love her even more. Um, yeah, it's like all over the place. And then sometimes um, it's this acapella group called Boctive, which is just like a totally. I mean, I told you I was like a huge choir nerd. So like, there there's like pentatonics acapella where they're you know they're they're acapella but there's a you know this is just like they're singing acapella and it's just so beautiful just um definitely like late at night just you know riding on those streets hearing some like yeah, you need something to wake you up. harmony yeah it's pretty nice you know what i have to do to wake up when i'm driving along i have to eat sunflower seeds ah sunflower seeds yeah. help like like i'm focused on the trying to get the seed out of the shell. So it's kind of like keeping me up, making my mind work a little bit more. You guys yeah. are weird. I don't ever listen to music when I drive. God. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Said yeah. nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> so besides piano, can you play any other instruments? Or do you, wait, this is Jake's question and I'm going to take it from him. Do you have any crazy weird talents? That's my favorite question to ask. I don't know. I don't know if I really have any weird talent per se. <laughs> that, I don't know if not... this counts as a talent. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's your normal voice, you know. So it's not really. I wouldn't say a talent. Besides rap. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm sure I do. So like instruments. Um, I, I took ukulele a few years back. I'm not. I'm I'm no Billie Eilish on the ukulele or anything. But I can probably like pick out "Stay with Me" if there was like a gun to my head. Uh, crazy talent! I'm sure that I have some crazy. I don't know. Well, this is a is a visual talent, and this is going to be like an audio show. But I swear, like I can like do some crazy <laughs> stuff, like where I like pop out my eyes. Then they don't actually come out of my oh, head, good. but it's like you know oh, they yeah. do something really weird there. Um, I might, I might have to use that <laughs> as a promotion for this episode. Watch William pop out his eyes. <laughs> Can you put him back in the socket? 
Ah, well, see, that's that's part of the joke. Like, you start squeezing on either side, and then you like do this and like jump and make people think, "Oh no!" And you know, call him a pop star. <laughs> ah, I get oh, it popping. Oh my god, dad jokes, and you're not even a father. <laughs> what Damn. the hell? We <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, that's pretty much all I have. Jake, do you have any more questions? Yeah, I got one more. So when it comes to songwriting, we're going back to this. How long would it yes. usually take you if you wanted to sit down and go, okay, I'm going to write a brand new song. Granted, having the motivation and inspiration to do so. Ballpark estimate. Yeah, I would say two to three hours. And what's been really great for me recently, especially like starting in, in 2020, I joined this Facebook group called the Five and Five Songwriting Challenge. So every couple of months for five... Um, days in a row, you get a prompt every day with the goal of trying to write uh, a new song like every single day. And so, you know, I'd, I would get up in the morning, I would, I would pour some coffee, I would look at the prompt and I would push myself to like have something together before noon. And usually it would take about two to three hours to put those songs together. In fact, two of those songs made it to Sunrise. One Foot is a five and five song and uh, Sunrise is a five and five song. Awesome. Actually, Excellent. I lied. I, that's not everything I have. Speaking of songwriting, you won uh, two awards, right? For songwriting. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Um, so in 2018. Yes. How could you guess? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, could, I guess. So. I, I mean, I guess. You know. I guess. Oof. I'm being modest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, in 2018, the local chapter of NSAI, like in the Winston-Salem um, area, so NSAI, Nashville Songwriters Association International. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that the main hub is in Nashville, but they have, you know, chapters all over the country, maybe. Oh, international. So they must have that yeah so like we had like a, a local chapter challenge with 10 songwriters um and so i won that contest that was back in 2018 and then in 2020 um a, a popular song circle here in um greensboro north carolina doodad farm um they had a 60 second songwriting contest where you have to write a 60 second song so i noticed that over the years there are certain things that i do especially like in my songwriter round performances um, for my songs, there are certain things that I do all the time, like key changes or having some weird like uh, vocal run at the end. And so I made a little spoof of me, like uh, how to write a William Neesmith song in 60 seconds. And so that yeah. won the, that contest. That's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Excellent. Congrats. Thank well, you. Well, William, thank you so very much for coming on the show and chatting with us. Um, you're a fantastic artist and I definitely hope you continue doing what you're doing. We're definitely looking forward to what you have to come out for us. Um, so now would be, I guess your opportunity. If you had anything you wanted to say to your fans, our fans take the stage, man. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, this has been like a really great experience. Um, I guess like if I had to give like a piece of, uh, advice, right. Is that, is that what you're, saying like what, what would you advice you want to tell people to listen to you whatever you yeah, want you know, 
Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. Like, go to williamneesmith.com. It's got links to all of my uh, socials. It's got my calendar events that I have not updated recently, but I will. I promise. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, I'll have all my dates updated. And then, um, you know, I released Sunrise, the five-track EP, um, in February. But that is available right now. It's on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you stream, download music. Um, The Just Love uh, remix with, with Lauren Light. Um, drops on May 7th. This is exclusive. I have not announced this anywhere yet. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I started doing that because it was like the movie Office Christmas Party. Yeah. There was a guy that was just like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> let me get that soundboard on my phone. And I, dude, we need a. <laughs> oh, okay. But Jake, I do have a question for you. Sure. Are you from State Farm? <laughs> and are you wearing khakis? <laughs> Good night, music junkies. <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> oh, that you only get one dad joke, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. Oh man. No, but it was a lot of fun having you here. Like Jake said, you're very talented, and we love your music, and we really hope you know you continue uh, pushing and pushing and pushing because. We can't wait to see what's um, next for William. Hey, exactly. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for coming on the show again. Um, and yeah. Well, that was William Neesmith. And it was it was awesome. Great interview. Great guy. And that voice change. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, something else. It's like the whole time he was talking. And then he did that voice drop. I'm like, okay. Dude, bro. your face All though. Right. Your face was I, so I was shocked. in shock. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck's this guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, straight up sounded like gangster. Trade, turned into a straight gangster. Up. Straight, straight out up. of. Straight you out went of. from friendly to holy shit run. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, great singer, great person. As you guys saw, he's working on a few things. Um, again, shout out to Lauren Light for kind of getting us in touch and follow him on every social network and um, music streaming platform. Definitely. You guys stay safe out there. And don't forget to check out our merch. Go to our site. We'll have our link in the description. Thank you very much. We love you guys. And until next time, stay safe, music junkies. <laughs>